This is the Brain Over Belly podcast, solving the puzzle of obesity with Dr. David Brown of Idaho BMI. Today we meet Mona, our first of two special people who are going to lose weight and keep it off for life with the help of Dr. Brown and Idaho BMI. Brain Over Belly will follow Mona's weight loss journey over the next 18 months. You can also hear Mona every weekday on 1019 The Bull. Here's your host and Mona's co-worker, Rick Dunn. So Mona and I have known each other for, well, not quite a year yet, right? About That's nine months, something About like nine that. months. Mm-hmm. And this is one of the sweetest, most beautiful souls ever on the planet. <laughs> I, and what's funny is because of the pandemic, we haven't really, this is the first time we've been face-to-face. That's correct. So it's, it's odd that we work in the same industry, and we talk to each other all the time, and based on conversations, emails, uh, listening to you on the air, I get a sense of who you are. I, I feel like I'm pretty good at that kind of thing. I think you are too. And you are just a beautiful person. Well, thanks, Rick. You I really appreciate are. that. <laughs> you, you, your soul is just something special. And it's going to be fun to go on this journey with you. Who is Mona? I don't even know where to start with that. Um, (laughs) Who am I? Well, let's see. I was raised in radio. My dad was in radio. So I've been in radio all my life. Um, I married a radio man. The funny thing is we met in Salt Lake City. I was a midday announcer. He was a newsman. The rest is history. (laughs) We've been together, gosh, almost, uh, we're coming up on four decades. Wow. Yeah, a long time. And so did radio bring you into the Boise area then? How did yes. you get here? Yeah. Yep, for sure. We um, we were in Reno, and my husband got a job up here, and that's how we moved. Why are you sitting here today? I am here today, and I'm very excited that um, I am going to go on a, a journey with my weight loss through Idaho BMI and Dr. Right. Brown. Right. And I'm, that's why I'm here today, is to discuss and share my journey, and maybe I can help somebody else get to where they want to be with their weight loss journey. How long have you felt like you've had a, a weight problem? Oh, being female my entire life. But so even when you were a kid, you oh, felt like no. you had that problem? Oh, yeah. I felt I had that problem. But I was uh, probably uh, anorexic before it was a term. Really? You know? Oh, yeah. I just, you, it was, you can never be too pretty or too skinny. And I think a lot of uh, women were, grew up that way and have that problem. I never really had a weight problem. You know, I had three babies and gained a lot of weight, lost all the weight, never had a problem till I had a hiccup in life. And uh, then I gained probably 50 pounds and I've been fighting to lose that ever since. And my hiccup was our oldest son got involved in meth and uh, been in and out of jail, in and out of rehab. And, you know, we're still dealing with that. And that's probably been about the last 20 years. So when that happened, was it the depression that set in that set you off? You just start eating? I was devastated. I was devastated and um, just basically cried all the time. Um, You know, hand me a bottle of wine and a straw, anything to make the hurt stop because I had a hole in my heart and I wanted to help my son, but I didn't know how to help my son. And I had two other sons, so uh, thank God for them because... They made me get out of bed and deal with life. You know, I had to take them to school and pick them up from school and feed them dinner and, and try to have a normal life and not get swallowed whole by all the depression. You'd wake up. You wouldn't even want to get out of bed. Yep. You, I just wake up crying. If it was up, up to you, you mm-hmm. just, just. 
I just, just shut the world out. Right. Because I didn't know how to deal with it or how to handle uh, what I was going through or how to help my son. And I guess that was the worst part. And it was like three months before his senior graduation. So he never even graduated high school. So have you had the opportunity to talk to Dr. Brown yet at all? Oh, yes. I've gone and met Dr. Brown. Wonderful man. Yeah, he is. I love his, um, I guess you you could call him rules of uh, weight loss and how he's going to go and attack that and how he retrains your brain. Right. And um, I'm real excited about learning new things and looking at food as fuel instead of – just eating for enjoyment, I guess you would say. Because you think about it, society, everything is geared around food. Yeah. All your social gatherings, all your holidays, you know, meeting up with friends for drinks and appetizers. I mean, right. everything's food and food involved. So. Yeah. So you're gonna have to stay away from the rest of us. <laughs> yeah. <legal> to the- <laughs> yeah. I get it. I get to stay home and do nothing. <laughs> that's not true. Oh, that's not true. And I'm looking forward to getting out and doing things because of my weight. I find myself stepping back, stepping back, stepping back to where I don't want to fight my clothes to get out of the house. So. Right. I'll just, I mean, it all sounds great and fun until you have to put clothes on and leave the house. What is the most embarrassing thing about going through that over the past 20 years? Is it, is it somebody saying something? Is it you judging yourself? Is it that you can't fit in your clothes? Is it that you want to eat? Or I, I, I don't know. Well, I think a lot of it is I'm used to being thin, so I don't know how to be uh a fat person. So you and, look in the mirror and that's not you. you right. I don't even recognize a person in the mirror. I don't right. even know who that is. So that's hard for me. I don't know, uh, you know, all the above. I've had people make comments and I've, uh, I'm definitely hard on myself about it in my opinion, but my family is very supportive. They have never made me feel inadequate or sure. that my weight mattered or any of that. It's all me. Right. And then they are, they've been going through this journey of me fighting it with right. me and encouraging me instead of they never made me feel bad about myself it's all it's all my inside voice it's interesting because you're talking to dr brown and, and you think automatically weight gaining weight it's about food i mean we're trained to think that all the time and with dr brown it's crazy to get this message that well yeah you do want to eat right but it's not about food there's a whole bunch of things that are involved here, and I would imagine he's discussed some of that with you, some of the yeah. journey that you're about to go on. Well, and they'll say, don't eat unless you're hungry. And I told them, that's funny that you say that, because I believe it was Dolly Parton that said, uh, like back in the 80s, that she only eats when she's hungry. So um, I trained myself not to ever tell myself I'm hungry, so I'm never hungry. You keep so telling I, yourself that. Yeah, so I won't eat, you know, so it, it makes it crazy. And it's not so much the eating, but I guess it's the, it's when you eat, how you eat, right. what you're eating, you know, right. it, all of it makes a difference. It's not so much, you know, I've heard so many doctors tell me it's calories in, calories out, but that's not necessarily the answer. Right. Yeah, it's been tough. So this is the very beginning of the journey. Talking to Dr. Brown, he said mm-hmm. this is going to be probably, I think he said 12 months, 18 months, something like that. Is that yep. what I told you? Mm-hmm. You're ready for a long haul then? I am. I'm you ready are? for uh, to take this on for the rest of my life. I'm excited to get to a point where I will um, feel good. Yeah. Just 
physically and want to get out and do all these things. I have grandchildren now, so I want to get out and enjoy life with them. I want to be able to keep up with them. I want to go hike Table Rock. I, you know, There's so much I want to go out and do that I'm looking forward to it. Has your weight been connected with any medical issues that you've had in your life? Is Has it been scary in that way or not really? Um, no, not really. What has been scary is probably the last year where I've put on uh, put weight back on is because of my medication okay. and my medic and that's one of the side effects is explosive weight gain right and it's like i fight with my doctors about taking the medication so you but, take the meds and you uh put on 10 or 15 pounds right and like basically that? because uh with mine it's heart trouble so they want to slow my heart rate down so therefore i'm not uh my heart's not exercising, okay. so to speak. So you can't ever get into that zone to where you're at aerobic rate right. so you can lose weight. So my heart is always kept slower. Where I argued because my rate was high, how come I'm not skinny? Right. <laughs> you know, because I'm Yeah, I have a high heart rate. How come I'm not skinny? Right. Yeah. So. <laughs> Doctors don't know anything, I well, guess. Huh? <laughs> I, I don't know. It's just me. It's, I'm just, my body's just stubborn, I guess. Um, here's what I want to do. So Today's the first day that we're meeting Mona, this beautiful young lady ready to jump on this ride and get crazy. I want you to envision what this is going to be like. I want Because I want to come back to this moment when we're all done okay. and listen to this podcast and hear what you had to say and see what you looked like and how you felt mm-hmm. and then see what kind of a difference there is. So where do you think you're going to be? Or if you could write a letter right now to yourself in 18 months, wow! what do you want to say to yourself? I would say I hope that you are getting outside and, and doing all the things you wanted to do, like hiking and biking and running around with your grandchildren and just getting out and enjoying life and getting out of the house. Yeah. On a social level. Are there things that you uh, definitely? I want to um, go. I, I. That's funny you say that because I don't go visit family and I don't go visit friends because I'm embarrassed of how I look and I don't want to deal with it. So I hide. So I hope I'm not hiding anymore. In 18 months, I don't want to be hiding. It's going to be fun to look back and actually see that happen, and maybe even more. I think um, so. I'm looking forward to it. With family and friends, it's not because they don't say anything or they don't do anything necessarily to make you feel bad. It's just right. you, again, putting that on yourself. That's right? correct. I think that's true for a lot of people. I do too. Is that it's mainly uh, the fight within yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. So we have you and we have one other beautiful woman, which I haven't even met yet, and I don't know who it is, that we'll be, uh, we're going to be moving along with the both of you while you do this journey. But there's a lot of women here in the Treasure Valley and everywhere, honestly, that are in your situation. You know that. I think we even touched on that earlier. What would you say to those women as far as, um, I don't know. Do you have something well, you'd I, like to say to I those women? I think it's having to be uh, brave enough to get out and do something about it. Nothing is a quick fix, which is what we all want, that magic pill that we're going to wake up and be uh, thin and beautiful tomorrow. So nothing like that. We have to admit that's not going to happen. Right. And then we have to put in the work to get it done. Yeah. And be who we want to be. And you think about when you bring up quick fix, you think about how many people 
even diet or exercise or that's not even a quick fix, but how often do you do those things and you just bounce right back to where you were? There, You need something more, and well, it, which is why we call this brain over belly. It's not just about doing those things. Right, and it's torturing yourself, mm-hmm. working out as hard as you can to lose the weight and uh, skipping meals and just doing a lot of crazy, unhealthy things instead of taking care of yourself. So you're going to be there for your family and for your friends and just enjoy life instead of torturing yourself. And that's the main thing. Dr. Brown at Idaho BMI, this is, uh, and I think you touched on this earlier, but I, I loved it how he, he said this when we had a chance to sit down and have a conversation in the first podcast. First thing that he's going to do, which I think he's already done this with you, is just throw a whole bunch of information at you. Uh-huh. And then he wants to take those next steps to getting you to where you want to be. So did he say, like, where do you want to be? Or did he just say, I know where you want to be? <laughs> well, we really haven't discussed that. Um, okay. I, the first time I went in to meet him, I was given a folder that says, you know, for your height, uh-huh. this is your weight range you should be in and that type of thing. And it had a lot of great information. Then they give you like this handbook that tells you uh, where you're going to go and what you're going to do, like uh, chewing your food you know, 15 to 25 times before swallowing, putting your Isn't it weird how that kind of stuff, but that stuff really does help you. Well, it slows you down instead of just throwing groceries down your throat as quick (laughs) as you can to move down to the next thing that you've got going on. Because so many people are so overscheduled, Rick, that... (laughs) (laughs) I got a couple jobs. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) that, you know, they just are hurrying through eating and moving on to the next thing. So slow down, put your fork down. You yeah. know, be mindful of what's going in your mouth and yeah. and that type of thing. So that's that's the beauty of it, you know, giving up sugar and looking at food as fuel. And I think that's the most important. What is your fears going down? Looking this road? at food as fuel. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably my most fearful because as I said, everything is geared around food. Yeah. You know, all your social gatherings, going to visit family. Yeah. You know, my kids come over. I'm cooking for them. I want them to eat. So, yeah. But does anything with Dr. Brown himself or with this program that you're about to go to, does anything with that scare you? No, I'm excited for the support and guidance and somebody to be there. And that's what is my favorite thing about Dr. Brown is when I sat down to meet with him is he was the first doctor that said, we can help you. Yeah. Here's where we can go. I've asked, what should I weigh? You know, my height, my age, what should I weigh? And not a doctor in probably in the last five, 10 years has never answered me. So I've never had a target, you know, or they a don't number. Answer you? Why don't they answer I you? I don't know. I don't know if it's, it's odd uh, to me. It, I always thought it was odd, but I always thought they were trying to get around it because they don't want people to come back at them um, and say, that's but it. you said I could right. weigh 110 pounds when that's that, ridiculous. So right. That makes you know, sense. So I don't think that's probably why they don't say it. But like with uh, my heart condition where I have AFib, are you familiar with what AFib is? I have no idea. AFib is where you have an irregular Regular heartbeat. So my heartbeat is regularly irregular. Oh, boy. Yeah. So it's all over the place. It's a lot to handle there. (laughs) Yes, yes. And how I found out was I was going on another crazy diet, went to my doctor, and this was in August of 2016, no, 20, yep, 16, Mm -hmm. and go to my doctor, go on another crazy diet, and they discover I have AFib, which... 
um, I'm very lucky for because most people don't even know they have it until they have a stroke. Ooh, wow. Yeah. So that's that's scary stuff. That is scary stuff. Yeah. So I was lucky. Got a medication to do that and been on a, trying to find a way to lose weight and get healthy in between that. This is so exciting. Yes. This journey, this adventure, I'm like just beside myself that I get to be a part of it in a weird way uh, to watch you transform over this next 18 months. And again, like I said before, you have such a beautiful soul. It's going to be so great to see all of that just come out in every way possible. I can't wait to listen back to this podcast in 18 months. And there's no question you're going to have tears in your eyes because <laughs> you're going to do this. Because you and I are criers. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> we are. Or I can't <laughs> help it. <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to it, too. And the most exciting thing to me is to have the support and guidance from Dr. Brown and his staff. Yeah. And I'm really looking forward and going to lean on them to help me get through it. All right. Well, Mona. Thanks, Rick. You're going to be back in here soon. We're yes. going to do this thing. I'm really proud of you. Thank you. I appreciate it. And I'm proud of anybody out there that's even thinking about doing the same thing. And uh, hopefully you continue to listen to the podcast because step by step, we're going to tell you exactly what you need to be doing, where you need to go. And if you just want to wait a little while and see if it works, you're going to see that it does because Mona is going to be proof. That's right. I'm going to be your body approved. That's it. (laughs) 